Welcome to the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast. I'm Lisa Fisher, a longtime broadcaster and journalist in Arkansas who's been in front of a microphone or a camera since the 1980s. I think of myself as the queen of Arkansas media. My guest for this episode is Miss America 2017, Arkansas's own Savvy Shields. She's living it up in the Big Apple with her husband, and you'll get to meet her right after this. Before we chat it up with Savvy, let's talk about something most of us have to face every day, and that is the kitchen and what we're going to do in the kitchen. Uh, Probably cooking is what is designed for the kitchen, but you're thinking, I don't have the right tools. You haven't been to Eggshell's Kitchen Company. They have a store in Little Rock and they have a wonderful website where you can do all the shopping. My new favorite is the Scan Pan. Scandinavian, so think that. Scan Pan, one word, at eggshellskitchencompany.com. You'll get 20% off at checkout, Lisa 20. This is the real deal when it comes to a nonstick pan that's not going to give you cancer or make you grow a third leg. This is the good stuff, and it's the best nonstick pan I have found. Perfect for eggs. You know how a lot of pans will say they're nonstick, but then when you get to it, you still have to do a little scrubby-dubby. Not with this scan pan from Eggshell's Kitchen Company. I am crazy about it, as well as the other things inside the store, but I'm out of time to tell you. Go to eggshellskitchencompany.com, Lisa20 at checkout. She won most talkative in high school, and she has been running her mouth ever since. Welcome to the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast with your host, Lisa Fisher. Okay, only 93 times in the history of the universe has the words, this is your Miss America, been uttered. I'm here with the woman who won back, it was actually in the fall of 2016, but you wear the title from 2017. I mean, this is a lot of math, Savvy. It's a lot of math, honestly. It took me a second to figure out. And then it was like, there was a debate if I was the 96th or 97th Miss America for a long time, but- Yeah, or whatever it is. Because this is what I did in my uh, Wikipedia search. So I think think Miss America is at it 100 years. Maybe it was 1921. It was 1921. But mm-hmm. there were several years we had wars and some other yes. things that there were no There was no definitely pageants. some several gap years along the way. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. represented so well, rocking it in that Thank black you. dress. The black dress Ugh. did it. Don't Honestly, you think? Uh, my life went downhill after the black dress. <laughs> <laughs> just, you peaked that, that truly night. the peak. It was, oh my gosh. I mean, and you heard me talking about it since, I mean- Golly, way even before I started competing, but that was just, that was something in my mind as a 13 year old girl. I have no idea why, but like, I was like, all right, if I ever compete for Miss Arkansas, if I ever hopefully get to compete for Miss America, it will be in a black velvet gown. I have no idea why. That's such a weird thing for a 13 year old to think, but I stand by it and and it was, it was amazing. I wouldn't change it. It was absolutely perfect. Was that a local gown? Was that from an Arkansas? Um, so my Miss Arkansas one, I actually, uh, I got one I was 13, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. Of and course then, you did. Uh, um, uh, my Miss Arkansas gown, uh, my Miss America black gown, we, we tweaked a few things. We made the train longer, made these like spikes a little bit heavier, like deeper V, fitted a little bit differently. And that was from Buffy's in oh, Little good. Rock. Yeah. which is here in Little Rock, Arkansas. Isn't that yeah. great? We love it yeah. when our Kansans not yeah. only do well, but we want to lock arms with our fellow brethren here in the state that everybody I'll, I'll succeeds. I'll say it a thousand times over, but if I came from a different state, I don't know if it would have happened. I mean, the support and the sponsors and the the I mean literal rallying team that's here in Arkansas is unlike any other. And it's, it's something I did not... I do not take for granted at all. That's for sure. But you, little Missy, have a sparkle. And I call myself the <laughs> Miss America Whisperer because I when <laughs> I, I was on the radio at the time when you came through it. the radio yeah. stations and we oh, interviewed yeah. you. And oh, we had a good time. Uh, thank you. Uh, I'm fun everywhere I go. I'm an Enneagram 7, 8 wing. <laughs> oh, so, I could have. That's perfect. Peg that one. So when Elise Edie came through, mm-hmm. um, that may have been 09 or 10. She walked through the studio when she she left. I looked at my co-host and said, calling it. Yeah. I said, because that girl comes in and the air left the room because she breathes it in. You know? Yeah. And she was first runner up that year. 
Oh, and she's little, everything. There's something about her. She just has yeah. star quality. And um, yep. the girl who won was 17 and homeschooled. I was like, dang, we can't get any dirt on that one so that you <laughs> can become Miss America. But uh, she was first order up. And then when you came through, I did it again. I go. The first thing you think of. <laughs> like, wait, how, how can we figure this out? <laughs> well, you know, Vanessa Williams went down with just a pictorial. Oh, so I wonder if anyone thought that about me. No, heavens no. Good gosh, no. Uh, but that was it. When, when you walked in the room at uh, B98.5 when I was on the radio, I said, calling in again. Thank you. That's and uh, you you just Thank had you star so quality. And your story is you're yeah. extremely humble from Northwest Arkansas, Fayetteville, oh, college town. You. Parents, you know, your dad there, yeah. Um, yeah. a part of the faculty. But you won. There's kind of the precursor in Arkansas. I don't know. If, do all states have, I guess, the teen pageant it, it used to uh -huh. be called junior miss and that or maybe and then yeah. it was called it, it, it kind of i think it went through a few phases in the beginning but it's the outstanding teen program Outsta okay yeah. and you Which won basically that it's a sister okay it's oh i see it's more of a sister yeah. thing like, kinda like but, a younger sister thing okay you won yeah. that just on your first hustle right yes it, it um now, Savvy, come yeah. on. You were paying the judges. How can, were you, were you ever a dorky 14-year-old? I mean, did you ever yes. have a day where you were not beautiful? Have you watched the video of me winning when I was 13 years old? No, but I'm posting that sucker. Darren, our our producer, we need to find that. Okay. We're putting that up first. Well, let me tell you what happened. The So I, my, my, my director, Robin Ledbetter, who is one of my favorite people in this entire world, when we were going into it, I, I didn't even realize that there was a state pageant whenever I competed for my local. I had absolutely no idea. That's so cute. And so we, we go to state and she was like, just have fun. Like, just have fun. You're 13 years old. You're literally the youngest person here. 13 years like, old. Like, oh don't, like don't don't stress just have fun and uh, my like my uh, my highest of high goals was to get in the top 10 right so whenever I was called for the top 10 I was like <gasps> like my world had changed like, like you I was, almost I was walked off out. the stage thinking this is I, it I did I was I've like arrived. thank you that's all that's all, that's all. <laughs> um but so we get to top five right and so the cameraman literally has the camera on the girl that's that was supposed to win that year she like uh, amazingly talented person has the camera on this on this girl and then when they call my name as the winner you can literally see the camera and being like who in the heck is this person <laughs> and like they cannot find me on i the don't camera. believe it and i don't i'm believe literally it. like in, in like so much shock and i like barefoot walk towards or bigfoot walk towards the middle of the stage just like what just happened and you know it's when I look back on it, like it's such a sweet time because that year was really hard in the sense of I came into the pageant world as an outsider, and totally. I think that that yeah. really rubbed people the wrong way at first. Yeah, I'm, and I'm so sure it does. Yeah, there was there was definitely this this you know I was saying yes to everything that year. If they wanted me to wear a certain dress, I said yes. If they wanted me to do something, I said yes. They the only thing I said no to was when they asked me to sing the national anthem. And I was like, trust me, you do not want that to happen. Oh, is like, that I, true? I, I is will there, do it. Is there something you can't do? I cannot sing. Okay. I cannot Good, sing. I feel better. Um, <laughs> I cannot sing. <laughs> we can but, rock but this they interview were, now. <laughs> um, but there was definitely this sense of I kept having to prove myself because I think a lot of people were really frustrated that I won uh, my first year at such a young age. And so I think that even gave me more of a drive to work that much harder whenever I was Miss Arkansas and Miss America, Miss America just because I was like, I want to I want to prove that I, I deserve to win when I was 13. And I want to prove that, like, you know, I want to make I want to make my state happy. And so it, it definitely, it was a beautiful experience, but as a 13 year old, I think it definitely, it made me age a little bit, but so did Miss America. So actually I'm like 80 years old right now. I'm just going to age so you much. You look great. You look great. <laughs> so <laughs> in that first pageant, that Sista pageant, is there a yeah. talent in that one as well? Yes. Okay. Yes. And you danced? I fell out of all my fuetes that night. Good. Like great. it was, great. you know. It worked for you. It, I, 
apparently. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is kind of ridiculous when I, when I think about it, but it was just divine intervention at its finest. But So at 13, are they spraying butt cheeks and um, people dieting? And- Unfortunately, no. Okay. Um, no, right. no. No butt glue at that age. Yeah, butt glue, <laughs> um, yeah. But that they did have the activewear competition, which was really fun. And so we did like a little like fitness like routine. That well, that's kind of cute. Yeah. So you were awesome. really just an innocent little um, girl. Did you go yes. to Fayetteville High? Are you part of I the did. Fayetteville High School? F- bulldogs. Whatever. The- yeah, I don't know what the hand sign is. Well, but, don't. Uh, yeah, because the yeah. bulldogs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the hand signs mean. So I- I'm afraid it may offend somebody. Uh, which we'll probably get into also. Um, but I know you went to church with our friends there and you yeah, were just in the youth yeah. group and you were just a girl that yeah. said, I- I'm going to be in a pageant. Why? I wanted to dance and perform in front of other people. Okay. I- I've been dancing since I was three years old and I loved it. I did competitive dance. It was literally what I did after school for four hours a day since my entire youth. And I've just wanted to dance in front of more people. Um, one of my mom's friends, daughters competed in a pageant and I, I went to a local and I was like, Oh my gosh, these are the most beautiful women I've ever seen. They they are so smart. They, they're so confident. They are so old. They're, they're so pulled together. Like I want to be like these women and, and that kind of really spurred it on. So that's, that's really how it started. I was like, I want to perform more. But you didn't want to go to Broadway or be a dancer in another or on a cruise I, ship or you know anything you know, else. You know this is going to sound weird, but I I had the performance abilities to do that, but I did not have the technical abilities to do that. And we can get into this later, but that was uh, a big thought process even in my talent. Um, I knew I was not going to be the most technical advanced dancer out there, but I knew that I could outperform anyone, and so. In terms of my career further on down the line and the arts, you know, I think that was always kind of a really far-fetched dream for me, just because I knew there was so many more skillfully talented people out there. I knew that performing was something that I could do, um, but I didn't know how I would turn that into a job. But Was there an interview in that first round of pageants then? Yeah, yeah. It, well, that's it was one hilarious. Of, that's one of your strong suits. Well, thank you. Truly, thank you. I, your, you know, your ability to communicate. But was it then? Were you frightened? Oh, I'm terrified. Oh, I was terrified, you know, and they're, they're asking, you know, like, I think that they, um, they, it, we always make this joke in my family now, just because it was so ridiculous that I knew this, but my, my father, he was a political science professor. And so we, we talked politics all the time. And I went into that interview, you know, they're asking things that they ask 13 year olds, you know, like, why should you be Ms. Arkansas or, you know, like, how do you volunteer in your community? Like th- things on that level. And then they asked me, um, who, I, I don't want to get this wrong, but I'm trying to like go back into my memory. They asked me, um, who is currently um, threatening to release nuclear warfare and where are they going to be sending it? Well, did you have Google and, in your hands? So, I mean. well, no, and so I just stood there and like, I, I knew the answer because of my, my dad and I was like, I was like, uh, North Korea. And I don't know where they're headed, but I hope not here. You <laughs> and really I was said like, that? Yes. And well, there's the, a video of it. Let me it tell the you. the funniest thing ever. Because they I'm went like, in the back and they got the crown and they said, here, like, oh, you got it. You're done. In <laughs> fact, like, they said, what are you doing in about 20 years? You could be secretary of state. <laughs> It, it it was hilarious, but that was definitely one of the one of the funnier memories from that whole uh, interview process. Well, you know, um, some people, some pageant girls, you know, some actors go on and become governors and elected officials. Do you yeah. have any aspirations of a political future? I, I don't have any aspirations to be in politics. I, I think that, though, with the platform that I've been given and the influence that I hold, I'll always be voicing my opinion on uh, things that matter and helping people that don't have voices and being able to speak up and be an activist in that way. So in the last 10 or 20 years, I don't know when that changed, that Miss America contestants did get a platform. Mm-hmm. So what, what was yours? It was Eat Better, Live Better. But I know, a nice I know. little like, tagline. All right. Well, and tell me, because tell me why, you know, what was the so, impetus of that? Yeah. You know, I, I grew up in like a super healthy home. And so I never really thought 
much about my own health just because like we we never really ate fast foods we only ate whole foods and then I went to college and I didn't really know how to take care of my body and I I was just sick and tired you know I struggled with mental health a lot and I uh, struggled with not being able to be in control of my life and one of the things that I kind of realized was like I was I was stimming and I was manifesting all of this into like my food into what I was eating and uh, food holds so much power over so many people whether that's through you know like eating disorders or, or you go into the different sector of it with food deserts and they're not being enough places to get like whole foods in in like rural communities and I think that you know food has such heavy weight over everyone's life no matter where you are where you come from and i wanted to have my platform kind of really be a really big umbrella for that um i didn't want to have a platform that was just like a one a one issue topic i wanted to be able to talk about so many different things on the spectrum from what does it look like to eat healthy why even care about that how does this affect our mental health what does it look like to put our mental health at the forefront and recognize that you know like depression and anxiety those are diseases that we can help and treat and mental health is so important and then going down into what does this mean for our legislation and how can we be better citizens and helping other people that are living in food deserts or or how can we make sure that we're all getting the same access to so really that's your foods. political bend there is advocating yeah, I, I really for wanted to yeah I really wanted to kind of have a platform that encompassed um, a lot of things that I cared about um, and, and eat better live better did that so as a f- freshman it, wait that was only as a Miss Arkansas contestant because Miss yes. Outstanding Teen doesn't have that and so you then went to your freshman year I, I, this is a very personal question have you ever had a pimple have you ever had a pimple? Yeah, sandwich? I have one okay, uh, right now. Good. I, I feel right so much now. better. I just didn't. I, uh, I didn't I know. I tried if... to cover it up with makeup, well, but it's it's still peering through. Sadly, I'm trying to over here, sister. Uh, I was just wondering because I didn't know if that meant you gained the freshman 15. <laughs> oh, I totally okay. did. Yeah, everyone does, and and I think I was even more. I think I was like a freshman 30 or something like that. But like it, it, it was beyond the way. It, it was how it was affecting me mentally. I just wasn't myself. I I was like just sick all the time and I was tired I I didn't have the energy or the motivation to like be social go to classes like I I was struggling with depression like it was a lot of things that you know were were all again under this kind of umbrella of you know I I really let food kind of hold this weight over my head and being able to appreciate food in a different light I think is it is in a really important journey and I'm still on that journey. Um, yeah, we all like are finding a healthy relationship yeah. with food. But. And food is medicine. Yeah, and- 100%. <clears throat> and and viewing it as a fuel to our bodies is is a key. And I feel like that that's something to where I when I look at the times that I'm happiest, uh, I'm not looking for food, you know, as like a, like a comfort. Even though we all do that. I mean, I'm pretty sure I did that yesterday. But, you know, the the times when I'm like, "All right, how can I how can I take care of myself, you know, how can I take care of myself today? And, and going through that light is really important. So what's your fuel then on a daily basis? What do you, what's your, what do you so grab, go? This is kind of a thing. We, we got it. We got a little green juice in the morning. So I tried to like juice, like kale, which <laughs> I'm laughing at myself right now. I saw like my mother, um, apples, um, hashtag, hashtag basic white girl is what you're saying. <laughs> Hashtag eat but a little better. Hashtag where is yes, Karen? Yes. Um, oh, of course. I have a green juice in the morning. Then for lunch, my I'll make my husband and I like eggs and like some sausage. And then for lunch, we'll probably do like a smoothie or something. You know, work from home life. We're each other's coworkers now <laughs> because we both work from home. Um, and then for we'll probably have like a little snack in the afternoon. And then for dinner, we always do like meat and veggies. So we'll do like chicken and veggies or like salmon and Brussels sprouts or like all that kind of stuff. Now you and what's uh, Mr. Wonderful's name? Nate. Mr. Wonderful's name is Nate. Yeah. Because I remember you were dating when you won Miss America because because as a mother tell anyone this is true. Oh, okay. Well, I I mean, I I I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, I feel like honestly everyone knew, but 
Well, I just know because I'm a mama and I can I can read people. And yeah. I was worried about you and uh, our yeah. mutual friend Katie, who was your hair and makeup diva, who was you know, my best photographer, friend. best friend, Goodness. and sister. Yeah, I, I would call her and go checking on savvy because oh, what people have to have are relationships. Yeah. And she said, "This isn't a secret." Oh. After your crown, Miss America, you are kind of sucked out of all the normal relationships you've had and put yeah. in with their really artificial ones, whether it's yeah. your new fabulous apartment in it. New York or whatever it is. Yeah. What I'm saying, whatever people no think apartment. it is. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Then there you go. Hotels, which are so sterile, no matter how homey the Hilton family tries to make it, it's not your home. So yeah. I did worry about you during that. Thank and you. I would call Katie and go, okay, sweet. give me a check. And she'd say, well, we're, we're running in. We're going to love on her. Cause then you had to be at the next date. So yeah. the next meeting thing on your calendar. So you had a, yeah. a fairly new boyfriend. I don't think it'd been long. You had this new crown for a yeah. pageant you'd never competed in. You were an alpha winner all across the board, which is the term for people who it's their first mm -hmm. time in the pageant, in that pageant. And here you're being pushed and pulled in every direction. Mm. Well, rem let's go back just the first week. Can you remember? You know, I, I, yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, at, during the week of Miss Arkansas, actually, um, and, and this is going to sound super weird, but um, th there was just, you know, this like voice in my head. And obviously it was God that was just preparing my heart where I knew that if I did win Miss Arkansas, that I would win Miss America. And I started to get really scared. And I- Because you felt the responsibility, mm -hmm. the and, weight of that. You know, my, it was it was the, the day before, not the day before, day of uh, Miss Arkansas crowning. Before I was crowned that morning, my mom brought me like a packet of salmon or whatever. And I looked at her and I was like, I, I'm, I'm, I, I can't do it. Like I can't win because if I win, then I'm going to miss America. And I was like, I, I, I can't do it. Like I'm not going to be, I'm not going to do a good job. Like I'm freaking out. And she goes, okay. <laughs> I just brought some salmon. Right. Like we're going to be fine. You're going to go on stage. And then my sweet brother, he was so funny. He was like, Savvy, like if you don't want to win, just fall on stage. He's so like, cute. That's not how it works, Dane. I love you. He oh, is so cute. He thought it was but, just you know, a, a punked episode on MTV. Yeah, literally. So, you know, it, it was it was something that, like, in my heart, you know, I think that I, you, you never know if you're going to be Miss America. But, like, there's definitely a preparedness that you're like, okay, like, this could happen. And I need to be emotionally and mentally strong enough for it. And so, you know, that, that first week of... Miss America happens. And I think after, after that first day, I was, I was pretty, I, I knew how the tone of the rest of the year would go. And it was pretty scary. Um, the, the phrase, your life is not your own is an understatement um, from what you wear, where you go, who you can talk to, your, your schedule, what you eat, where you sleep. I mean, okay, seriously, you were the Meghan Markle of America. Because remember, that was what she bitched about with Oprah was that she was stuck in a okay. castle yeah. and couldn't hang with her friends. You were I stuck mean, yeah. in these castles and couldn't really hang with your friends. I was stuck in some pretty a, scary hotel yeah, room. Dumpy hotels, right. <laughs> you know, uh, but you know, I, I always want to say this before I say anything bad. It was the best year of my life and I would not change a thing. I'm so forever grateful that I was able to be Miss America. It, it was the best year of my life. It was the absolute hardest year of my life hands down but it, it gave me everything that I have now um but it was you know that first week the way that you phrased it is, is perfect I haven't heard it that way before but you you're, you're plucked out of your life and plucked from your current relationships and placed into this phrase in, in this world with with artificial ones and you know it's 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 really hard because you, uh, you you don't know anyone. You're the youngest one there. You're a woman, and you you can't say no. And I think uh, it, it was. I'm so grateful because so many of my friendships and so many of my friends recognized that, and they were supportive they of me no matter what. Did they take your phone from you? It seems like Katie. They said, do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right off the bat, they take your phone. Uh, right off wow. the bat, they take your phone. Right off the bat, like right off the bat, they ask you what's the worst thing you've ever done. Like right off the bat, like so many of these things happen. But it, it's it's a very weird world because that year, literally, the only people I talked to, like. And that was like a, hey, I'm still alive text where my mom, my boyfriend, Nate, now my now husband and Katie, 
you know, and that was like one text a day. And my other friends who were just, I'm, I'm so forever grateful for them. You know, they would, they would just send a text in like a check-in be like, Hey, don't text back. I know you're crazy right now, but we love you. We're thinking about you. And that was all I had the emotional energy to give. I mean, that was, that was a year where I, I deeply struggled with anxiety, depression, panic attacks. How like, did you do it? Savvy, how I, did you put one foot in front of the other every day? I don't know. <laughs> Divine intervention. Uh, I literally do not know, except it was the love and the energy of the people that I met every single day. You know, I would, I would be in my hotel room, like crying because of something one of the, one of my bosses said, and, you know, I'd have to like rally and I'd have to go to an appearance that night. And as soon as I did, you know, there would be the, the, the sweetest lady ever who, who's telling me a story about how her mom used to always watch Miss America with her. And, and we would chat for like 30 minutes and it'd be amazing. And, you know, or I'd meet, um, you know, this really, uh, you know, sweet little boy who, who's like telling me about how like he, you know, once wore my crown or like, you know, things like that, you know, human interactions really were the, the, my life, my life givingness of that year. You know, like I craved so much, um, to, to the words that strangers would, would tell me. And it was, you know, something that I still hold, you know, I kept this journal, um, where every single day I would write down what happened. And a lot of the days are very incoherent <laughs> because <laughs> I was just like at event, sweet lady held her dog. Good night. Like, did like you do that, that like, every you know? day for the year? I did. Yeah. Was that for, y- for you or for the uh, library was, of Congress for, for the Smithsonian? It, 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 it was, it was for me. And, okay. and you know, and you know, it's funny. I, you know, I mean, you know me, I'm so dramatic. I'm so emotional. I'm not Enneagram four. I, I was cracking up. I was reading it the other, I said reading it my last anniversary and the first day I'm such an idiot. The first day I opened up like the day after I win, I win that night, press all that day. I'm in a hotel room randomly. I'm like, what is happening? I literally wrote down, I won Miss America last night, but I'm still savvy. And I'm like, that's so emotional. <laughs> like, it's so it's dramatic. It's so deep. <laughs> like, why was I so dramatic? Like, it's so wow. ridiculous. <laughs> were but, you, you know, it, it's a sweet thing. Were but... you, okay, had you battled any mental health issues before that? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, you know? so then were and... your parents worried sick about you? Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. But you know, you know, what was, you know, what was so sweet. And and this is like, it'll it'll make me tear up thinking about it. But, and I'll say this again, like if I didn't come from Arkansas, I don't know if I would have made it because uh, I, I would get a text message every single day from like there was different pockets of like prayer groups of women. Um, one in Fayetteville, one in Little Rock, one in South Arkansas. And, uh, each woman would literally have a day of the month to pray for me. And I would get a Facebook message every day from a woman I didn't know, or I know, right? Or I would, get a, I would get a text message from, you know, a, a mom from a girl I went to elementary school with mm-hmm. who would just text me and, and say, Hey, I'm praying for you today. Like, it, it's my day to pray for you. Like, it's the sixth. Like, wow. I hope you're doing good. Like, I, I was so covered in prayer and love that year from the state of Arkansas. And I I will never, never forget that. I mean, you know, Donna Axum, the one thing she like always, always told me every time that I saw her. Miss America 1964. Yes. Okay. From Arkansas. Yeah. From Arkansas. Um, She would always, always tell me, she was like, the first thing, the the top priority you should always have is to always bring it back to Arkansas. She was like, everything you do, always bring it back to Arkansas. Um, which I, I still, I still hold on, um, so near and dear. And she passed away a few years ago. You and I were Mm -hmm. together at that event, uh, when you came back for your homecoming. homecoming. Yeah. Yeah. We did something in downtown Little Rock. Then we went out to Sharon Bale's house. It was fun. I said, Sharon Bale, you ought to charge admission just to come to your house. I mean, it's like going to Disney World. Yes. So fabulous. But that's the first time I think I had leaned over. I didn't know if I asked you or somebody else, but that's the first time I'd seen Donna Axum in poor health. Because she was always mm. so sharp, and that's when I knew. Mm. And I, she died a few years after that. So she was a real jewel for the state of Arkansas, oh, and, and did amazing. continue to represent uh, so yeah. graciously. And she as, invested so much in other people. I mean, she, she did not need to, but she would she would call me and check in that. on me. I believe that. And she she gave me her Miss America ring and oh, her Miss so America sweet. pin. I know, right? and yeah, it, it's it's things that like. In the moment, I was like, I, I, I 
I'm realizing and I'm being slapped in the face of the fact like this is such a huge part of history and I cannot believe that I'm a part of this. Like it was such a humbling moment to to receive those those gifts from her. Because historians right now who are on the Google going, how many Miss Americas? Yeah, the Google going to how many Miss Americas have been from Arkansas? They're seeing Donna Axum, they're seeing Savvy Shields, but in the 80s there was Elizabeth Ward. Elizabeth Ward. Mm-hmm. Um Liz Ward. She ended up changing her name, but she has not had the delightful experience and really left the pageant behind her and never really attached her right. name to it, right? I mean, that's right. her choice. Which I don't care. I I totally understand. You know, there's parts of me where I still struggle with that. Honestly, yeah. there there's so many things that, you know, happened in my year and happened afterwards that that make that difficult. Um and and there's a very weird very a very weird process that happens after you're Miss America because I think when you're Miss and even when you're not even when you're Miss America when you compete in pageants you know you have this mindset of I'm going to change the world I am going to change the world and you have to you have to have that mindset and after when you go back to you know regular life you're like I don't think I can change the world and so there feels right. like this like huge responsibility that you can't accomplish but I uh, I was talking um I was talking to a former Arkansas and she goes, you know what? She goes like, someone told me you don't have to change the world, just change your part of it. And, and that really helped a lot. You know, I think that there's a weird, there's even that, you know, documentary about when Olympians come back from the Olympics. That's How a there's fabulous just this, documentary, by the way. They're just like, what do I do? Like, what, what is my life? This has been my identity for so long. It's the and re-entry. So, and for them, they're flat broke, some of them. I know it's crazy. Well, and, and so it, it, it's kind of, you know, there's this weird phenomenon where I think even, you know, girls who compete in pageants, you think that you're going to be set up after, which isn't really necessarily true. You know, I think that you, you have to work just as hard, if not harder after your reign to keep it, keep, I don't know. I don't know what you're keeping up, but to keep it up. Well, but. to keep, you made a living that year. So to keep up. Yeah. The daily yeah. grind, the hustle, right. you know, but you right. have to reinvent yourself, don't you think? For sure. For sure. And, and that's why I was saying, you know, it's, I can totally understand and I totally respect Elizabeth Ward for, for what she did in, in trying to create her own identity um, outside of this pageant world. Because I think oftentimes, you know, that that's a really, it's a really hard like rip to think, is that the, is that, is that the greatest thing I'm ever going to do? you don't want it to be the greatest thing you're ever going to do. It's going to be, but you also want to keep achieving and keep thinking like the best day of my life hasn't happened yet. I want to keep striving in hopes that that's going to keep growing, you know? And so there, there's definitely times where I'm like, maybe I should dye my hair or like, maybe no. like, maybe I no. should do something. I'm thinking about it. I'm legit thinking about it. I don't know. We'll see. You'll see it on social media if it happens. Okay. I was going to say, give me a minute. I don't have to breathe into a paper bag. No. Picture picture a strawberry blonde. Well, you do have a redheaded brother. But wait a minute. We're going to have to discuss this. I know. So skin tone. I'm jumping. Are you, you have warm undertones, right? Oh, we're talking about my hair. Yes, I do. Then you're going to have to have the color that matches that. Not. I know. The strawberry blonde one sometimes, maybe it's on cooler tones. No, maybe they are warm tones. But I'm just saying, we're going to have to huddle and have we'll a think big, about it. Yeah. Zoom call. No, no, no. No, For sure. We'll with, the, with what you're saying, it, it's not the greatest thing you've ever done, but it is a historic event that you Absolutely. participated in. Was Absolutely. It, your greatest accomplishment will be marrying your husband, mm. I, I can predict, and bearing your children mm. and staying married mm. for 90 years. No matter what yeah. I've done in media or yeah. anywhere else. I love that. The, the greatest that. thing I've done is been a wife to the same man for 33 years. And now, mm. you know, that we've raised three children and are having grandchildren. Yeah. So this, this is, this is yeah. what it's all about. And your parents exactly. are seeing that too as empty nesters. Yeah. It is, I'm telling you people listening, I know it's hard, but mm. people, it is worth it to... <laughs> fight through the hard part because the reward is so good in having this this time in my life so that's just my side that's such a beautiful perspective you know i think in today's society with social media and seeing everyone's highlight reel i think that we're constantly trying to outdo the last thing that we did like we're always trying to be great and i put that in quotes because it's like what does that even mean but I, i think that's such a beautiful beautiful way to put that i love that I remember in the um, after hearing Janis Joplin was a musician and she mm-hmm. killed herself, 
Right. She may have been late 20s. And I think Mm. part of what I read about her was she said she had done so much so young or so early Mm. out of the gate. She said, how can I ever top that? So you see her whole identity was wrapped up in that. Was the accomplishment. Yeah. Which is hard. How can you not? But well, part of the Miss America pageant, not that you're going to walk out of there, you know, day trading like your GameStop, but they do give you uh, scholarship money, right? Yes. Yes, okay. they do. Well, they do. Have you finished your scholastic achievements? I, it, so I was, a, I was Miss America my senior year of college. So I had one year of college left um, after um, after I came back in Miss America. So I came back right afterwards and was working full-time and then did part-time school. So I went right back to college afterwards. You went to um, college as a former Miss America? It, you, it was the weirdest thing of my life. Do you life. wear your crown around or the, do you have a, it, le- a letter jacket that says the queen? <laughs> it, it was honestly the weirdest <laughs> thing of my life. I, I look back and I'm like, that's such a bold decision. See, um, this is your humility. You thought things are going to be normal. And people are looking at you and they're going, you were Miss America. It was, it was pretty weird. Um, but I, I went to I went to school and then right that summer, Nate and I got married. Nope. I, yep. Yep. That summer, really? Nate and I was like, wow. timeline. That summer, Nate and I got married. So we moved to Kansas City and then I had been doing online school one class at a time because I learned that first semester, it's impossible to be working full time and do part time school. And what so, was your work? Like what, what are vocational interests you have? I know you're an artist. Yeah. So, so my job kind of has three tiers to it. Um, I uh, am an artist, so I commission and create art for people, which is like the dream. Um, I also am a speaker and an MC. So that was something during this last year with COVID I missed so much. Like I just, I miss people. God, I miss people. Um, but I get to speak to women's groups to, uh, I mean, anything and everything, which is super fun and MC. I do a lot of events like that. And then social media is, is the other tier of my job. So getting to create content for my own channels and then other brands as well. And getting to build up my, my social networks, social media, media network sphere um, is the other part of my job. If an extrovert moi, is yeah. um, energized by people, an introvert, <clears throat> I've got some allergies, sorry. Um, You're good. And uh, with an introvert, um, artists are introverts because they need mm. alone time. Yeah. And they're uh, energized by downtime, alone time. Where do you mm-hmm. fall in that spectrum? Because you I'm have right some, on that border. So you mm-hmm. swing both ways. Yeah. That is called oh, right, an am- right. ambivert. A-M-B-I-V-E-R-T. Ambivert. Oh. I've had my kids tested Good through the group in Dallas. Um, I always that, like fun tests. The AIMS test, <laughs> right. And um, 50% of the world are, 50% is ambiverts. 25% yeah. are true extroverts. Right. I fall in that category. Right. 25% are true introverts. Interesting. That so, makes total sense though. Because you, that the reason I sense. ask is though you're an artist, you're four in the Enneagram. Those are typically artistic yeah. and uh, more introverted. Right. You, you have a real, and not to say introverts are talkative. It doesn't mean an introvert's not talkative. Right. But I can tell that um, you mentioned that you kind of miss people this last year and that's what the first thing extroverts have said about the pandemic yeah so you moved to did you move to manhattan like right before it hit four weeks (laughs) you're like in a nuclear zone it looks like north korea has been there because there was a time there was nobody there it looks, you, you know, know what, what I mean? You know what I'll say? I, I, I'll, I'll say it's kind of made me sad how the media has portrayed it because the media's portrayed like we're still, like nothing's happening, but New York is like completely, not completely back to normal. That's not true, but nowhere's back to normal. But right. it, it is, a, it's like, I mean, it, it's really beautiful to see it like coming alive, you know? And even last summer, you know, but yes, I agree. March, April, May of last year, I mean, we did not leave our apartment. We, we were, we didn't know. I mean, no one knew what we were right. dealing with. So and what, so we were like, what do we do? But did we, you have, well, everything's delivered every, anywhere in New York anyway. I mean, yeah, that's just how yeah. it, I mean, McDonald's delivers even before a pandemic. Yeah. So oh. you just had your groceries sent up. Did you go get fresh yeah. air? We, we, we started to go get fresh. Well, cause you know, in the beginning, everyone was kind of like, don't get fresh are air. Are we allowed right, to go Right, outside? Can't even like, right. What are oh. we doing? Uh. And so, 
um, or around April, we started going on runs outside because we were going crazy. Um, so we started doing runs outside and then, you know, it, it was so beautiful last summer because um, everyone did outdoor dining and, you know, people just live basically at Central Park. And so it, it was, you know, there was definitely a, a really beautiful like feeling of like, we're all in New York, we're all in this together. Um, you know, we love it so much. And my husband and I are like, if we love it this much, when a year, when it kind of yeah. sucked this much, we know we made the right call. Okay, like, so it, you, it is, you, you love New York then? You love living there? I love it. Good, yeah, good. it's so much fun. It, what, it is amazing. What part of the city are you in? We are, we're on the island. We're, we're kind of over on the east side, um, kind of towards the middle of it. Okay. Because um, um, I have a whole list of restaurants I can tell you, you know. I, I don't know if they're open, but, you know, I I definitely... They may have outdoor dining. Well, actually, yeah. no, every, everywhere is 50% now. So now we're like indoor dining. Oh, good. Show off. I don't know what this hand motion is. I don't but. either, but it was cute. <laughs> it was so cute. Um, I I can go ahead and tell you now that I I was mistalk- most talkative in high school. That was my I, I, I can see that. That was my pinnacle. I can see that. But then after that, I at the University that. of Arkansas... Someone had the smart thought to uh, put me in a pageant, air quotes. So, like my heart's racing as I recount this story. So, as, as, a, as the Chimega of the world here, I was the spokesman for all things Chimega. I was MC of the pep wow. rallies. I sure. introduced everybody. I was an um, uh, orientation leader, all the things. So, the, the fraternity there in Fayetteville called the Farmhouse Fraternity yeah. had a pageant my senior year. And we were going to compete for Miss Farmhouse. So the Chimegas say. Iconic. They go, put my name's, my maiden name's Gibson. They go, hey, put Gibson out. That's what they'd call me. And I go, to do what? They go, it's only speaking. Like, you don't have to be pretty or skinny or anything or have a talent. <laughs> you just have to speak. So I, I even Can said. I thank you. Oh, no, I, I, I know what <laughs> heat I'm packing, sister. So I said, all right, I got you. So we, we go there to the farmhouse there on, I think that's Arkansas Avenue, beautiful Fayetteville, Arkansas, one of my favorite yeah, cities on the planet. Lo- I love New York, but I love Fayetteville. Yeah, and there were, there were nine sororities at the time, but not even all nine people sent somebody because they thought it was so lame. So I was like, six people, I got this, right? Because all you had to mm-hmm. do is give an extemporaneous speech about maybe what you liked Did about it? farming. I don't know. What? Well, the, the other girls, mine was extemporaneous. Other people were shaking. They were holding their notes like this. And so uh, there there were six of us, Savvy. And there is, they said, well, here we go for fourth runner up, Miss Delta Gamma. So now we're down to five of us. Third runner up, Miss Pi Beta Phi. Second runner up was, uh, I think she was Miss Delta Gamma. No, Tri Delta. Then there were three of us, and then we had first runner-up, and then here we were. Two people left. They go, in the event that Miss Farmhouse cannot fulfill her duties. Of course. You know, the first runner-up would take her place. But here she is, ladies and gentlemen. You're, I mean, there were two of us left. I picked the eye boogers out of my eyes. I did that with my mascara. I licked my teeth. They go, Miss Farmhouse, 1984 is Kappa Kappa Gamma Karen Fuller. I looked around, I go, this was it? This was my one shot? Nothing. So my friends made me a Miss Farmhouse sash one year. In case did they you, really? Yeah, I have it. Because I was going to say, like, do we need? Do we need to like write, write a letter? Do I, we I'm need not to write, kidding. I'm do not. we need to send a rebuttal? Well, cancel culture. I'm canceling <laughs> Farmhouse right here. So that was my only uh, oh attempt. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. Not, not anything That's amazing. Do, but I, I love a good college pageant. Those uh, are hysterical. I admire you On people. the days. <laughs> so what, speaking of that, did you do any, pre, no, you didn't do any prelim then, which would have been a Miss University of Arkansas. Who, who did you represent? I forgot. I, I was, um, I was the same local that I was when I was teen. So I was Miss Heart of the Ozarks. And did you, that was a sh- strategic move, I guess, on your, your Just team's because part. I wanted my director, Robin Ledbetter. I, she was my director when I was teen and I, I wanted to go to Miss Arkansas with her too. And I was grateful enough to be able to do that. It was great. Okay. Now Miss America has taken kind of a, you know, it, it's 
It was never a political thing. I mean, girls were mm-hmm. practically in high heels and pasties at one time and nobody cared. And then now they want them to wear a muumuu and, you know, a baseball cap backwards so that they don't represent any anything about womanhood. You were there when you still got to be pretty and sing and say what you want and and we're right. skinny, right? Cuz well, now- I, I don't even think that the skinny part matters at all. I I, I think it's the because that's such a relative term. I mean, everyone's body's different. Everyone's fit is different. But, you know, I I think that, you know, the, I mean, my platform was eat better, live better. So of course I'm passionate about fitness and, you know, that journey has evolved over life. But, you know, I I miss and I feel bad for the girls who, you know, don't get to compete in swimsuit because that was initially my least favorite part of competition but ended up being my absolute favorite part like that was such but, a confidence builder in my life when they said there's no <laughs> miss swimsuit there was that girl going back her up we're going to the Krispy Kreme <laughs> I mean there was some <laughs> like, girl going I'm, going I'm going full throttle right exactly exactly you know it, it's you know I, I think there's there's something to be said, and I think what what kind of made me sad about the way that the transition happened was I heard it as you can't be both, and I think that's completely incorrect, and I think that's taking a few steps back. Um, uh, the the way that it happened and the way that the transition from you know the traditional Miss America to to the 2.0, I feel like they basically said everyone that competed in 1.0, you weren't actually smart. You weren't actually caring about your community. You weren't really doing this uh, because you were too focused on your looks. Oh, so savvy. now, now we're a, doing this. That's a dig. You know what I mean? And, and I think, you know, a lot of women who competed in the 1.0 felt that. And I, I think it does a disservice to to women when you say you can't be both because that's just incorrect. Like, you, we could absolutely have the duality of being uh, like expressing our femininity and caring about the political climate those can happen at the same time and to to say that they can i think is taking a few steps back in feminist ideals but it's where our culture is on everything it's the meme that says i like dogs i don't have a cat and the cat people saying well you hate cats because you (laughs) No, 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 no. I want. I no, like dogs I, and no. cats. But no, 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 right. no, no. Our political climate now is this lane mm. or this lane. Well, a lot of things kind of don't have white stripes down the middle. And you can kind of do a lot of things in duality I, of a lot of things. I really think, though, that 90% of people fall in the lane of... I want to talk about our our disagreements. I think 90% of people actually want to have like educational or educated conversations about how they differ in beliefs. I I just think though that they're they're not as loud as as the other 10% of people who don't want to talk about uh, people or beliefs that they don't agree with, you know? And and I think that, you know, there's, you know, we always see in social media and in life, you know, the like people, you know, you're with, cancel culture sure but with even just you know like the way that we approach questions and problems that's continually changing as we become more educated our ideas change and they should we shouldn't be stuck with the way that we think about things just because that's always how we thought about things but i I think that you know in where that relates into miss america where at least the pageants is that i don't think that she needed to completely change who she was i just think that she needed to grow with the times i didn't think that they needed to strip strip a lot of parts away oh pulling the rug out from under it may pointed to it they could have done it in a subtle fashion and chip away or i think i i didn't think they needed to take away anything i think they could have just added some stuff you know i i think you know i i used this analogy before but if i don't watch football but if the NFL started changing the rules of football to try to get me to watch football, I'm still not going to watch football. But they just made everyone that does really, really mad. <laughs> and so I think, you know, it's kind of the, the same, you know, this is the same thread. You have to play to your base. You have to recognize who your audience is and what they're seeking and, and what they're wanting. Um, whether that's, I mean, that's just marketing though. <laughs> Well, your audience, uh, in that term, your audience wants more makeup tutorials. Those were my favorite thing that I guess it may have been pageant year or the year after. Girl, I learned to highlight this stuff right here. You know, 
Yeah, and I did right, something you know else. I, I, I'm going to hop back into those then because I, I'm really excited. Because the cutest thing really about you. No, cutest what? thing about you, you sing the I whole know. time. You sing. I do. Yeah, and like you don't oh know you're gosh. singing. It's, but you're going. I know. And then you'll sing a little something. Or I'll make random noises. Like I remember one time my grandma, one time my grandma, she, she, I was doing an Instagram live and I was like putting on makeup and I'm like, and I was like making little noises or whatever. And I I, I get this text notification on my phone and she's like, just so you're aware, you're making weird noises. I (laughs) thought they were so cute, but you did. And you'd make, you, were you a busy child like in class tapping and doing and moving? No, but I think that's just the dance that, the, the, yeah. you know, when you, that. when you dance for so long, you like, you just express everything through your body. Yeah. You know, I think that that's just kind of like a muscle memory type thing that you're just used to expressing through well, whatever. There's a, it's, so. a, there's always a song in your heart kind of person. You know what Aww, I mean? That I like you, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you are always, you have something you're singing I praises. Like so you're, you've yeah. always got something. So what were some of the tricks that you really did learn? through the pageant system because isn't it true that miss america doesn't have a makeup artist for the no. pageant? i mean i mean i learned all i learned my makeup tricks from you know like so many of the arkansas like sponsors before i left and then okay. you know my my best friend katie, katie Hansen, right. you know <laughs> yeah she teaches so me all the time I was, too. you know I, I thankfully i thankfully had a had a team that you know taught me taught me the tricks before i before i left now, what have you done then to keep your skin in good shape? You know, Manhattan does have a lot more smog and different environmental <laughs> factors that we have here on the farm. You know, I, I've gotten super into, um, I, I'm really excited. I've been able to do a lot of work um, with, with Ulta. I'm being I'm part of their collective good. this year as one oh, of their like, main partners. And uh, getting to really learn from other creators has been really amazing. Um, getting to learn their tips and tricks has, you know, it's, I think also too, we've had so much time. That's not true. We've had more time for hobbies during the pandemic. So I think that like skincare and makeup and like being, Mm -hmm. you know, a little more extra that has given you room to kind of test those messes. So just learning from other people, YouTube is a great place to learn. But I've been a real big fan about skincare lately. Good. But always be a freak about that. Uh, You and your mom are the cutest when you uh, dance together or do things. (laughs) I miss her. And she's your bestie, right? Yeah. I know. I know. I mean, like I, I, we, we literally talk, I mean, every day, every day. And you look just but alike. It is spooky. It is spooky. The um, dimples, uh, the whenever, dimples. I mean, the exact same side, mm-hmm. like the blonde hair. I mean, mm-hmm. whenever the- I dye my hair strawberry, she's going to have to, too, <gasps> to keep that up. I know. Um, Think about she that. She would never. No. She would never. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, I, I'm very, very thankful for that um, friendship and relationship. That's been a, a really sweet gift in my life that I'm. I'm very thankful for. She's hilarious. Now, where is uh, Nate from? What, where, where does he hail? Kansas City. Oh, he's from Kansas, Kansas City. City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how did you meet? But like, is we there met a, at a, a wedding. Is there a dating app for future Miss Americas? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Well, we met. We met at a wedding um, a year a year before. Uh, I competed for Miss Arkansas. So we met, we met at this wedding and, you know, it was hilarious. My, he's a few years older than I am. And uh, we met and one of our mutual friends literally came up and goes, is this the first time you guys are meeting? And we're like, yes. And I'm super awkward. And I'm like, oh my gosh, please don't say anything. Please don't say anything. Please don't say anything. And our friend goes, this is perfect. Stabby's going to win Miss America next year. You're going to be done with law school. Like it's going to be great. Like, and then you guys can get married. And this is like the first time I'm meeting this like super hot guy. And I was like, Oh, that is so cute. It's over. Had you been in the, had you won Miss Heart of the Ozarks at that moment? No. And you hadn't even been in the pageant (laughs) and that person, there's your person that was projecting fame and fortune. You know, she, I think it was just like, it was a known thing that that was definitely something that I was going to be doing in life. Um, But, or I was going to be competing. People knew that I was going to compete this next year. So that's hilarious though. I know. I know. So Kansas city, where did he go to college? Kansas city to New York. He he went to Arkansas, which is hilarious that we didn't meet when he was there. Um, And then he went to law school at Georgetown. And then we met at that wedding when he was in law school. So, so he was in Washington DC at the time when, yep. while you dated. Which was but. which was amazing when I was Miss America because I got to do so many events with the USO and so we were up oh, in good. DC a lot. 
Yeah, where, which where, was when you're amazing. Miss America. Where do you? So they're like Miss USA. They used to have a little apartment. So Miss America oh, doesn't it's have amazing. An Oh, okay. I mean, I, I wasn't in the same state for more than 48 hours. I, we, we, they How many ran me. Did you go to all 50 states? I went to 48. Who did you miss? Go ahead. Um, uh, North, North Dakota. Let's get Alaska. in the car and go. Okay. I'm on my way. Who I know. <laughs> I feel bad for them. Um, who it was, it was North Dakota, Alaska. I mean, and there was two others, but I'm blanking on what they were. Okay. But. Oh, it, it, it was a lot. You're including territories. Like, do you do U.S. territories? Do you do Puerto Rico? I did not go to Puerto Rico. Okay, no Washington. But I went to Hawaii. Then. Hawaii. Well, of well course, yeah, we were. I you lit, Washington my, 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 my top my top three places that I was at the most were Atlantic City, Washington D.C., Las Vegas, L.A., New York, and then Arkansas. Do you Thanks. fly first class at least as Miss America? <laughs> no, you're oh in the back God, no. with the stinky people. <laughs> Oh, oh, you, there, there was, I mean, I think this is maybe one of the biggest misconceptions that people have. Like they think that, you know, when you're Miss America, you get like, you know, put up in, you know, they used to, Miss America used to be first class, used to like go in only limousines, used to like be in five star hotels, but that was, that was not. So Uber, you, not you rode Uber in those small cities across the country? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Does the crown oh, yeah. have its own? Uber. Does the crown have its Uber. own security guard? I, I was nervous because I just I always kept it with me, and so I always would check it through. And you know, it was actually really funny um, because you know, it'd go through the little TSA yeah. like checking thing, and they would be like, "What?" <laughs> and they would always open it. But there was this one time. There was this one month where I literally went through the Memphis airport. Like I think. 10 different times and literally like the last three times he was like you still got the crown and like as it was like going through like the tsa agent would like it was just really funny and he was really sweet um i think he like even tried the crown on or whatever which that's, not supposed to do but that's i was fine. gonna say um it was really fun though See, they, they were really sweet had i won miss farmhouse i would have shared the crown with people I and, see, and i would have sat in the back with the stinky people on the plane and had oh no problem. <laughs> well, I didn't win Miss Farmhouse. It, 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 was, it was great, though. It was, you know, that was the, it was a time of my life. I mean, so many things that I will never have the chance to be able to do again from going overseas to visit the troops during Thanksgiving awesome. in Afghanistan, Kuwait, Turkey. Um, you get new appreciation then, for our military, don't you? I've never been prouder. Those are the heroes. Um, yeah, it, it was, it was amazing. You know, the, the biggest, you know, like, core memory I have from that was uh usually I was at a different base every single meal so I would Holy. literally they would jump me to bases every single meal for, for that week for that whole week it was a, like every base or every meal is different base but one one base I went for dinner and breakfast and so I sat down um, after doing like the meet and greet with this one table and we had a great time and you know I was hearing about how um these dads their daughters are being born that week and they wouldn't get to meet them for another few months or, you know, all of this stuff. And, and we, we got really deep. And then that next morning I came back and sat with them for, for breakfast and they, uh, um, they all wear reflective gear when they work out at night, you know, and they uh, all signed one for me and gave it to me. And they're like, the thing is, if you wear this, like you'll never get hurt. Like you, you, if you have this on you, like nothing can happen to you. Your like, guardian your angels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And your so shield. I, I, I get it. See, yeah. savvy shield. Oh, I literally didn't even put that together. Um, but I, I just, I kept it with me the whole year in my, in my suitcase. It, it was right there at the bottom of my suitcase every time. And it was just the sweetest, like, it was, it was the coolest, coolest thing that I'll, I'll never be able to do again. I was, I was so grateful. It was the best year of my life. Hardest. Sometimes oh, the worst. Insane. How many sometimes days off? Worst, how many days but, off did you get? None. <laughs> um, I think wow. that we counted it and it was like eight, maybe. Wow. Maybe, maybe, maybe. That's a hard maybe. Did you get an income? <laughs> a you stipend did. of some sort? Yes. Yeah. Th there wasn't like a, like a stipend. Thankfully that there was a lot of Ar Arkansas sponsors who were um, amazing. Like Arkansas hair sponsors, like Lauren Coclasure. Like it was, thankfully I had lots of people that I would plan. I was like, I need to get back to Arkansas every six weeks to replenish my face, Good. hair, nails, Good. body, mind. <laughs> and so I, I would, I would beg for like a, an, an afternoon free to like get my things done that I needed yeah. to. 
Um, but yeah. Does, um, do you get recognized as Miss America in New York? Yeah. It's oh, actually do. really funny too. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, Cause it's there are really a lot of faces. It's a sea of faces there. And a lot of those it, faces it have notoriety in so many no, different areas. It totally is. And you know, it's, it's been really sweet. You know, I've been able to make a, a whole new friend group of friends up here who, who never knew me as Miss America. They only know me as I am now. And it, it's really funny to, to them. And, and when I'm around them and people recognize me, it, it's really sweet, but it's, it's, it's really funny for the friends I know now to be like, wait, we, we, we like you're, you're like a really? big deal in pageant world <laughs> or whatever. I that's don't cute. know. I, I hate saying that I'm a big deal because no, that's not true. Well, I mean, again, you know what I mean? 90 something of you ever. Which is crazy. On the planet. Crazy. I can't believe this year is the 100th. That's so, wild. So there wasn't a 2021 because it's always remember the year. Yeah. The, the calendar. The, there wasn't different. one. Mm-hmm. For the, but that would go, be now. Yeah, there was not one. Are they going to do it? Year. Are they going to do it for twenty twenty two? I think so. I think there should be one this year, but I'm not positive. Yeah. If it is, it's going to be the hundredth anniversary of Miss America. Though is this year, September. That's 8th. what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. Wow. Well, you it's look good crazy. for a hundred, honey. Oh, Thank Miss America. You. That Miss America. Yeah. Thank you. You're adorable, Savvy. You are so endearing. And I said it uh, about you when you. I no, first met you. You're just very likable. So and we, we are glad you <laughs> represented you. us. We're glad you weren't you. some two-bit hussy, you know, being the pageant queen. Well, you never know. What happens if someone gets chosen Miss America and then the pageant people are going, dang, she's a skank. You, you can't take the crown away. So I'm, oh my I'm glad you're a girl with a good reputation, good parents, an adorable husband, really good friends. People love you. It's, it's, I'm very thankful for this state. Oh, that's do you have a church home sure. up there? Because I know you're a strong Christian. Do you have a church home? They've all, they've all been closed. Oh, that's COVID. true. What am I saying? Yeah. Do you have a church <laughs> That you watch online. Internet. Yeah. yeah, the internet, right. I, that's the church I go to now, the internet church. Well, you're adorable. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, you You're Lisa. beloved. You're so beloved in Arkansas. Your you're a little Thank Enneagram you. for self. What's your wing? Are you a five or a three? Three. Oh, yeah, the achievement part. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Four yeah. wing three. Yeah. Love it. Well, you're my favorite four wing three. <laughs> you are. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe and download all the episodes and leave a review, won't you? The Lisa Fisher Said Podcast is produced by ClantonCreative.com.